I was like, y'all are loud. I probably could hear you. <clears throat> Good evening. Let me get this down because I forgot to take that down. Good evening. Welcome to Refresh Bible Study. I hope you guys are doing well on this Wednesday evening. Uh, I'm glad to see you guys are here. I already see in some of the comments you guys are liking uh, and that you are hashtagging live if you're watching live and you hashtag replay if you watch the replay. I just want to welcome you to Fellowship of Champions where we are a church teaching you how to walk in love, live by faith and experience God's prosperity in every area of your life. Uh, we're on day number three of our 21 days of fasting. Uh, I saw some of the comments on Facebook. You guys are doing really well. Don't cave in. Don't quit. I know that you may have headaches. You may feel dizzy. And those things are happening, but don't give up. All right. And so and because we're on our fast, we have a lot of new people that are fasting, I wanted to take some time out today to talk about the purpose of fasting. But before we get into that, go ahead and share the broadcast if you haven't done that already. Go ahead and invite your friends, uh, your family. I like to broadcast, tag friends and share the page to any groups you have permissions to share the group to. So make sure that you get that done uh, on the front end. Uh, uh, please and thank you. Also, make sure that you're aware of our the announcements. I'll go over them again at the end, but as you guys know, we'll start on Monday. Monday, we have strategies for success. Uh, the old name was Mindset Monday, but now in 2021, it's called Strategies for Success. We have that at 12 noon Central Standard Time with Pastor Sean on her Facebook page, Sean Strickland. On Tuesday nights, we have uh, corporate prayer back on the F Fellowship of Champions Facebook page at 8 p.m. On Wednesdays, we're here with Refresh Bible Study at 8 p.m. And then on Sundays at 9.30 a.m., you can come to Christian Valley Worship's page or you can come uh, to Fellowship of Champions page and you can uh, start off with worship at 9.30 on Sunday, followed by the word with Pastor Edward and Pastor Sean at 10 a.m on Sundays. Okay. And so those are announcements. Also, don't forget about Victory Zone and Ignite. Victory Zone teachers are doing an excellent job. Uh, they actually got a series out now called The Lord's Prayer. So if you got smaller kids, uh, you want them to engage in the word, word visit www.focchurch.com. Click on the top right where it says VZ. That's Victory Zone, VZ slash Ignite. And you'll be able to access all the Victory Zone lessons. Uh, for your children and the ignite is uh, every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for your teens. So those are your announcements. Govern yourself accordingly. And so, like I said, tonight we're going to be talking about the purpose of fasting. Uh, as you can see, we'll have a split screen tonight so that you guys can see. And also I will post the PDF of this uh, slideshow in the comments. Uh, at some point tonight uh, so that you, you can have it. All right. So let's get started. Father God, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for watching over us and keeping us. We thank you that your grace is sufficient. We thank you that your your Holy Spirit on dwelling on the inside of us is our power source, God. And we thank you that as we pray and as we fast, God, as we dedicate our bodies to you, that we will hear you in specific detail and God, that we'll obey immediately. We pray that more of you will be 
glorified in this earth and that we will show the earth what it means to be a Christian, what it means to operate in power, what it means to operate in authority. We will be your hands in this earth, your mouth in this earth. And God, we thank you that we'll know more of you after this word that we hear in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. You guys have tagged and shared. I appreciate that. All right. If you guys see me looking away every now and then, it's to look at the stream yard to check out your comments. So tonight we're going to be talking about the purpose of fasting. FOC is on a 21-day uh, fast. And so let's talk about it. Uh, let me click over here. All right. So 2021 is the year release. All right. So that that's the word for the year. And it says, they may weep as they go out carrying their seed to sow, but they will return with joyful laughter and shouting with gladness as they bring back armloads of blessings and a harvest overflowing. And so as we go into this year and as we encounter these armloads of blessings, it doesn't necessarily mean that God is going to dump money onto our doorstep. Most likely, that's not what's going to occur. What's going to happen is our preparation is going to be opportunity and God is going to ensure that we find the favor we need to be blessed in that opportunity. He's going to tell you the right books. He's going to tell you to apply for jobs. He's going to tell you to invest in stocks. He's going to tell you to invest in real estate. He's going to tell you to start the company. He's going to give you all the things that you need, right? Because he says, I've given you the power to do what? To get wealth. And so that's what's going to happen in the year of 2021, the year of armloads of blessing. And so what we're doing now, we're setting our year off by fasting, because fat, what we'll talk about as we talk about the purpose of fasting, fasting is going to position you to hear from God on the things that we need to do to experience the armloads of blessing and our harvest overflowing. And I always love, I read this all the time. It's in my office, it's on my refrigerator, it's everywhere. It's the prophecy that Pastor Edwin, the prophetic words that Pastor Edwin gave us. It's actually only the first paragraph, but it says, hold on to the words which I have given you the words that you have used to guide you throughout this year. Stand firm and be prepared to receive all that I will reveal to you in the days and months ahead. And that word, stand firm and be prepared, how we're preparing ourselves. We're aligning, aligning ourselves with the word of God. We are agreeing with the word of God. We are hearing what God has to say. We are submitting ourselves to the uh to the word of God by taking down our bodies, our soul. We're, we're causing our soul to humble itself. We're causing our body to be healed and we're calling our spirit to come in alignment. And so those are the things that we're doing when we are fasting. So tonight's objective is simple. It's to have the ability to clearly define fasting and the purpose for why we should make it regular practice in our lives. All right. So that's the part. That's the objective. We want to understand that fasting does a couple things for us. It humbles our soul before God. So if it humbles our soul. That's our mind, our will, our imagination, our emotions and our intellect. All of that is humbled when we begin to fast. It denies and masters our appetite. It tears because if you don't realize it or not, your stomach is a God to a lot of people. And, and the very thought of fasting People are like, well, I can't give up meat. I can't give up sodas. I can't give up this. Why? Because there are gods in your life. And the Bible tells us to have no other gods before us. So then we so when we begin to fast, what we begin to say is that there's nothing in my life that's greater than God. There's nothing wor worthy of my praise more than God. I don't praise Cokes, candy, 
uh, sweets, breads, whatever it may be, it's not more important than God, right? And the next thing it does, it bursts a desire for us to seek God because as you are fasting, your dependence shifts from yourself. It, it shifts from food and your dependence becomes solely on God. And uh, the next thing, it gives us power over demonic oppression and it aids us in prayer. So these are the objectives of which we will cover tonight in different ways over why, what's the purpose of fasting, all right? So what's the definition of fasting? And and I'm not sure, can you guys see those words fine? I, I can't tell if you can see it or not. So real quick, I, I know it's like a 30 second pause, but I'll pause to see, can you guys actually read the words on the slide? I'm waiting on comments. Uh, Yes. Okay. Perfect. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Leslie. All right. So fasting defined. Thanks, Courtney. So, uh, and Casey, uh, fasting according to the Bible means to voluntarily reduce or eliminate your intake of food for a specific time and purpose. It's a spiritual discipline. Fasting is one of those things that where we are denying ourselves something on a voluntary basis. And the reason I say voluntary is because of this. Pastor Evan and Pastor Sean called to fast, but I got to submit myself to my man and woman of God in order to honor them by obeying what they said is for this house. Because, and I'll be careful not to spend a lot of time here, but the same words that they speak about our blessings, the same word that they speak about abundance, the same word they speak about healing, the same words they speak over your life about this is your year of overflow. You can't just receive that word and then not receive the word when it comes down to fasting. Whatever, I mean, if you're going to receive part of it, you receive all of it because all of it is designed to bring you into your best life. All of it is designed for you to prosper. All right. So, yes, it has. I got to voluntarily submit myself to my man and woman of God. I got to voluntarily submit myself to God because if God doesn't have a partner in the earth, then he can't do what he's trying to do because he, he'll find a partner, but he wants to partner with you. So through fasting, I am partnering with God. I am honoring my man and woman of God so that I may go into the year 2021 being the year of great harvest, being the year of, I mean, the season of harvest, the year of great blessing, right? So that same word they gave us about 2021 being an armloads of blessing is the same mouth and the same spirit that told them to, for us to go on to, a, to be fasting now. So the fast is really not optional to those who desire to honor God and to honor their man and woman of God. So just want to sneak that in there. That's why it's called discipline. And Pastor Evan said, said that discipline is forced. So you may not, I, I mean, I, I like drinking coffee in the morning when I come into my office. I, I like that. Or if I get cold through the day, I, I like drinking a cup of tea, right? But when we're on this fast, where I am, it's discipline. I am forcing myself to align with the standards of the house. I am forcing myself to align to the standards of the kingdom. And in doing so, you'll find out the many benefits that come your way. So fasting, fasting does not move God, all right? So do's and don'ts, or in other words, some things, some untruths, some falsehoods about fasting. Fasting doesn't move God, God is done. What fasting does is align you with God's finished work. 
Fasting aligns you with God's finished work. Fasting does not, you can't manipulate God by fasting. Some, you'll read about people, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast so I get healing. Well, if God didn't tell you to fast to get healing, then yeah. I mean, I'm going to fast to my, I'm uh, delivered from debt. Well, if, if, that not, if that's not what God told you to do, if he didn't tell you to fast that long, then you can't manipulate God by fasting. It doesn't work that way, right? Uh, we don't fast because we want to be recognized. I'm not fasting because I want to tell everybody on my job and I want to tell everybody in my family, whoo, I'm fasting, whoo, I'm giving up this. That's not what it's about. Fasting is about worship. Fasting is about obedience. So that's why we're fasting, all right? Another thing, fasting doesn't earn you anything. Fasting doesn't earn you anything. God has already given you everything. He says, Will I not with Jesus freely give you all things? You already have everything. So fat, when you fast, don't fast in the mindset that I'm going to earn something. But what fasting does is it's preparation for us to receive what he has already prepared for us. As we go into 2021 with those opportunities that God has already prepared for us, our fasting will heighten our awareness of what God has told us to do, to be ready for those opportunities. Our fasting will heighten our ability to hear God. Our fasting tunes us in to the frequency of God. Because even right now, as I'm teaching, the radios are on, but you and I don't hear what's playing on the radio because we're not tuned into it. It doesn't mean that it's not playing. It's just, it means that I'm not hearing. So when I begin to fast, what it does, it, 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 it extinguishes my flesh and tunes me into the spirit. It prepares for me to receive what God has already prepared on my behalf. Amen. That makes sense. It opens me to those daily opportunities God has already made available. All right. So what is fasting? Fasting is not about saying no to food, but it's about saying yes to God. It, and I mean, and, and I love Pastor Edwin. I mean, he's, he's impacted my life so much. But one of his things he taught was that you got to assign a new meaning. Um, and, and one of the things you got to assign a new meaning is I'm not saying no to food. I am saying yes to God. I am saying, yes, God, you're bigger than coffee. Yes, God, you're bigger than sweets. Yes, God, you're bigger than caffeine. Yes, God, you're bigger than bread. Yes, God, because, oh, let me let me, let me me insert this for you. What Pastor Edwin and Pastor Sean said to fast from, that's the minimum that you fast from. It, God can still tell you not to eat bread. He can still tell you not to eat potatoes. He can still tell you not to do something. The fasting requirements that are provided for us in our guidelines, those are the minimum fast requirements fasting requirements. God may instruct you to do something different and you can't get caught up in some, what somebody else is doing. Well, God, why do they get to uh, to eat uh, potatoes or they get to eat meat and you ask me not to? It ain't about what God saying no to food, but it's about saying yes to God. God, I am saying yes to whatever you ask me to do, whatever you ask me to surrender, right? It's about my focus. I got to be focused on that. It's not about doing without, going going without. It's about looking within to the Holy Spirit for dependency. So it's not about focusing on what you're not having. It's not about focusing on what you're craving, but it's about focusing on 
Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are you are bigger than food. I thank you that you're bigger than caffeine cravings. I thank you that right now in the name of Jesus, that man should not live by bread alone, but I, I live by the word of God. So I thank you, Lord, that your word will sustain me, that your word is bigger than, and I keep hitting on caffeine because a lot of the, a lot of the comments I'm reading, people are having headaches and, and they're dizzy and things are happening in their body. And we'll get to that in a minute while that's happening. But though, but you focus on on the Holy Spirit for your dependency. And that's why prayer and fasting goes together because if you're fasting without praying, as Fashion said, you're dieting, but also you're making it more difficult for yourself. All right. Fasting is not a method to seek God's blessing. It is a means of seeking God. I am not fasting. <laughs> right. Uh, you need water. Lots of it. Uh, I think today, uh, alone, I've gone through two of my leaders and probably six bottles of these little bottles of water here. Uh, but I drink a lot of water anyway. But that will help flush your system of those toxins. You'll probably pee a whole lot, but you're going to be peeing out a whole lot of toxins. Your breath is going to stink. Your tongue is going to be coated. All of that is just part of the process. All right. And lastly, it's not a denial of a feast. Why? Because when I am fasting, I am still feasting. I am feasting on the Lord for what? His comfort, his power, his strength, his guidance, his forgiveness, and his hope. That is what you're feasting on. You're feasting on the word of God. So you got to assign that new meaning. Uh, somebody said, this is <laughs> Miss Karen said, it's the sugar for me, lemonade and Oreos, right? because your body is being subjected. And here's the thing about your body. It doesn't like to be put in check. That's why you still cuss all the time because you, your body doesn't like to be put in check. And fasting puts your body in a place, in the place it's supposed to be. And that's, that's secondary to God. It puts your tongue in the place it's supposed to be. Secondary to God. Fasting positions you in the perfect place to receive from God. All right. So is fasting optional? No, it's not. All right. Fasting is not optional. Let me flip my slides here so I could stay up with you. Fasting is not optional. When you fast, the Bible says when you fast, not if. All right. Fasting for the, for the believer is not optional. It is an expectation from God, similar to giving. So if you go into Matthew 6 and you read that verses uh, Matthew 6 in the beginning, Matthew 6, verse 2 talks about when you give, all right? It says when you give, and then Matthew 6, verses uh, uh, 8 talks about when you pray. So Matthew 6 is talking about when you. So a lot of us give, a lot of us pray, but a lot of us don't fast uh, because praying is easy for a lot of people, right? It, for a lot of people, I mean, you're not really praying. You're just telling God what you want. You're not really communicating. But then you'll give because you don't want to feel a certain way. But fasting, is it requires your full involvement. It requires the involvement of your spirit. It requires, it requires the involvement of your soul. And it requires the involvement of your body. Fasting uh, uh, impacts the tripartite being, your whole body. So when you fast, it's impacting everything. Money impacts your wallet and praying impacts a part of you, but fasting impacts all of you. And so fasting is not optional. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, right? So fasting is not optional. 
So why should we fast? All right. Why should we fast? And I'm going to, I'm trying not to go fast, but I'm trying to go at a decent enough pace to get through these notes. And then, like I said, I'm going to provide the notes for you in the uh, comments. All right. So why fast? Triple benefits. Worship impacts our spirit. Knowledge impacts our mind. Exercise impacts our body, but fasting benefits our whole tripartite being. You got, we are a spirit. We live in a body and we have a soul. All right. And all of those are positively impacted when we spend time fasting. Fasting is worship that restores desire through dependency on God. So fasting is a form of worship. Fasting is done out of obedience. And we know obedience is the highest form of worship. So when I choose to fast, I am worshiping God. I am putting all of my dependence on God. And that is a part of the tripartite being, my spirit. When I'm fasting, it impacts my body. It heals my body. My body is also having cravings. My body is probably... Uh, in day three, you probably experiencing some pretty uh, nice drawbacks from caffeine, from sugar, from all of those things that we normally eat that our body is now uh, craving but hasn't gotten. But here's what I tell you. After day three, four, it should get better. Those cravings should go away, all right? Because there's a difference between appetite and, hung uh, and hunger. So right now, you're just having appetite cravings. You're not because you can go several weeks about, I mean, I think it talks about 40 days without eating. All right. So you can go without eating. All right. Now I'm not, if you got, if you, if you, if you have been diagnosed with diabetes or things like that, and the doctors tell you, you, you talk to your doctor about that. All right. But what I am saying is that right now, those appetite cravings, then you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Keep it moving. Fast and heal the body. And lastly, fasting restores the soul. And we'll talk about those more in depth, all right? I'm not going to go over this list. Uh, <laughs> you, right, right. This isn't even a no food fast, right? Uh, you don't even have to be hungry. Uh, uh, and 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 Because, I mean, we've done some pretty extended, uh, some of us in the church have done some pretty extended uh, no food fast. Uh, I, I'll tell a funny story. Uh, uh, about college, I remember the first fast because I, I didn't grow up fasting. I grew up in a Baptist church, and we really, really didn't fast. Or if we did, I was disobedient. One of the two, but I don't remember. I really don't remember us talking about it. But we did a fast at FOC, and I was a freshman in college, and uh, and we was doing a no food fast, but uh, a Daniel fast. But I, I guess I missed something. I didn't get the uh, the memo, so I ended up doing a no food no water fast. And so I'm living in Fayetteville. I live in uh, the dorm. And so if you know anything about Fayetteville, it's hilly. So I'm walking up the dorm every day. Man, my breath is horrible and everything. And I'm talking to other people. And I'm like, guys, how are y'all doing? And they're like, man, we're doing good on a fast. I'm like, man, I'm like, Lord, help me. Because I, I mean, here I am. I think I'm three or four days into it without no water. Even when I was brushing my teeth, I wouldn't even swallow the, I mean, water, not that you do that anyway. I just like, oh, it, it was my favorite part of the day, though, uh, to brush my teeth, uh, because that was the only time I put anything in my mouth. And so I'm just doing all this. Before I know it, I think I went either five or seven days without food or water. And I'm walking up the hill. I'm going to class all day. 
I'm doing all of these things. And then finally, somebody said, Ralph, what are you talking about? I'm like, how y'all making it? Man, I'm so thirsty during the day. Like I might put water in my mouth and spit it out. There's like, dude, you can eat. I mean, because it was like a Daniel fast. So we could eat fruit and things like that. But you can drink water. And I was like, Lord Jesus. But that's how I know, even in your, your silliness, even in your error of ways, the Lord will bless you. You can be sustained, right? Uh, about to pass out. I didn't pass out, uh, but, but praise the Lord. But I, it, it got rough towards the end on day, uh, I think five or six, it got rough. But anyway, all I'm telling you is this. The body will make you think something's not possible, but the spirit can sustain you. And right now, if you have those caffeine and those withdrawals from those things, don't worry about it. The spirit can sustain you, but you got to focus on the spirit. So this, this uh, right, bless my heart. That, that I remember Nietzsche saying something like that. Uh, but anyway, this slide right here is simply for you guys as if you want to go back and look at the notes. I'm not going through all of those. But why fast strengthens prayer, seeks, it helps you seek guidance, ways to express grief, seek deliverance and protection, express repentance and return to God, humbles oneself before God, minister to the needs of others, overcome temptation and dedicate yourself to God, express love and worship for God and moves you into a place God desires for you to be. Those are 10 ways why you should fast. I added scripture to it so you guys can go back and look at those in more detail. It's not what I want to focus on tonight. Right. You're not going to die. Some of y'all feel like you're going to die. I love these comments. So uh, the truth is you ain't going to die because you don't have sweets, junk, or caffeine. Right. You're not going to die. I mean, honestly, you, you're not. Uh, now, you may feel like it, uh, but... But a lot of us, I mean, the problem is we, we depend too much on how we feel to, to dictate our decisions. Our, our decisions shouldn't be dictated to by how you feel, all right? Feelings are temporal. Feelings are earthly. Your, your decisions should be based on what the Spirit said. What did God say? What is he, what is he saying? That's what should guide our decision-making, not how we feel. Cause I was, to, cause I got checked today by God. I needed to do something, and I was like, I just don't feel like doing it. And the Lord said, "Who asked you about your feelings?" And so, so many of us are tied up in our feelings. Whoever started that, I don't know. With that man, I don't feel like doing that right now, and then you don't do it. It doesn't matter how we feel. There are things that need to get done, and regardless of how you feel, you need to do them. Some of y'all marriages would be better if you stop making decisions on what you do in your marriage based on how you feel. Now that's free. That's free right there. You, 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 your marriage will be better. Every time something needs to occur, it doesn't occur because you don't feel like it. Now, but think about how many things you do feel you don't feel like you a lot of y'all don't feel like going to work, but you go. Why? Because you want something out of it. And anytime you feel like you're not benefiting from it, you don't you oftentimes don't override that feeling. But see, that's why you just need to move past feelings and depend on God. So fast and release God's supernatural power. All right. Isn't oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I had a uh there's scripture. Isaiah 58, 6 through 9. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Miss uh Karen, several mics drop. Listen, move past your feelings. I mean, it was past Edwin or Pastor Shun. I mean, talked about that. Assigning a new meaning and just 
the power, the thing the Lord just keep telling me is the power, and I'm not sure why you're talking about this. We'll get back to fasting. The power of a minute, a power of two minutes. So many times you you don't do something that and then you it causes so many issues later when all it was going to take is a minute or two minutes for you to do it now, so it wouldn't be a problem later. It only takes two minutes to load the dishwasher, but you don't load it, load it. And then when you come home from work, then you feel this certain way about it when all it would have took was one or two minutes to get it done. All it would have took one or two minutes to pick up that piece of paper or to do or put the laundry uh, basket at least somewhere or to make the bed. A lot of times we are wasting one or two minutes on TikTok on Facebook, on all these things when one or two minutes could really be what changes the whole outlook of our day. There's nothing better than coming home to a clean house. There's nothing better than walking in and the kitchen is clean and, and the floor is wet. Maybe that's just me. I'm talking about me. But one or two minutes can change your life. I mean, you're trying to leave work early. One or two minutes, you can answer that email that'll totally clear up your day the next day. Just one or two minutes. And so don't allow one or two minutes, I mean, don't push yourself to say, put it off what you can get accomplished now. All right, so let's get back to Isaiah 58. All right, uh, is this not the kind of fasting I've chosen to? And I underline some words for you because we're talking about the power uh, that comes through the supernatural power that comes through uh, fasting. Is this not the kind of fasting I've chosen to loose the chains of injustice and to untie the cords of yoke? of the yoke to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. So already through fasting, you have the ability to loose, untie, free and break. Some of y'all are gonna break your addictions to uh, sugar. You're gonna be untied from caffeine. You're gonna be free from sickness and ill ailments that you probably have suffered from a long time because of the things that you've eaten. It's not to share your food with the hungry and provide the poor wanderer with shelter. Some of you are going to have more money than you ever had because you're not going to be eating out as much because, I mean, <laughs> or some of you are going to maybe spend a little money because more money because you're going to eat healthier. We understand that eating healthier requires more money. All right. But anyway, it gives you the ability to provide because when you fast, God downloads to you the information he needs to get to you. You're tuned in to be able to walk in the prosperity that he has for you. I'm not reading all the comments, but I think they're uh, replying to some of them. So if you don't get to reply tonight, I'll read through them and I'll reply to you later. It says, uh, is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood, some of y'all are going to experience some forgiveness through this. Some of y'all have been hurt by family. I mean, there's some deep wounded scars there. And so what you're going to be free from, you're going to become free. You're going to be free to forgive. Through this, you're going to be so relying on God that you're, he's going to move you. Your heart will be pliable to operate in forgiveness and forgive some of those people who are hurt you. And then some of your freedom is not necessarily a product of the fast, but because you've been carrying around unforgiveness, because you've been carrying around hate, there are sickness that come upon you because of those things. But when you seek God and you do it his way and you, you, you submit your flesh to him, you surrender, you cease to resist what he desires for you to do, you're going to free yourself up. 
It says, then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Praise God. Then your righteousness will go before you and the call and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. Hallelujah. I will call and the Lord will answer. I will cry out and he will say, here I am. When I begin to fast, once again, it's not that it's change, it's not that it's moving God, it is putting me in position to tune into the frequency in which God is on. And so now when I pray, now when I call his name, now when I was think, I hear him say, here I am. God is always there. His provision is always available. But a lot of times we're not hearing God on how to access what he has freely given to us. All right. Is this making sense? So here's some quick examples. Jehoshaphat fasted and he came out victorious. And I'm not even going to touch Second Chronicles 20 because I like it and I spend too much time there. You can go read it. But he fasted. And because of he fasted, it caused his enemies to turn against themselves. And he came out victorious. Moses fasted and heard from God. Why? Because when you begin to fast, what it does, it opens up you to hear clearly from God. Moses wrote the Ten Commandments after fasting. Uh, Jesus overcame temptation. And the Bible talks about in verse two that he was hungry, right? And, and we know people didn't waste the words. Jesus was hungry. He had fasted 40 days and 40 nights without food or water. Brother was hungry. And he said, but what happened? The supernatural power of God kept him from succumbing to temptation. Some of y'all got some tempt. Some of y'all are tempted because you're drawn away by the lust of your own heart. But when you begin to fast, it positions your heart to be in alignment with God. Why? Because your dependency is on God. You don't got time to be thinking about watching this or watching that or calling her or calling him because you're so focused on God. But once again, if you need to ask God, God, I know the minimum for fasting, and I'm going to keep saying this because I think I should. I know the minimum for fasting is no, uh, no sweets, no junk food, no caffeine. But God, is there anything else you want me to give up doing this fast? Now, some of y'all are not going to ask because you don't want to hear God on anything else. You may have to give up, but, uh, but you got to hear God on things, right? Because it isn't about what your neighbor is doing. It's what God has called you to do during this time of prayer and fasting. And then the other thing is this. Don't let these 21 days be the only 21 days that you find yourself fasting in 2021. Why? Because arm loads of blessing. Hold on to the word. And the word and the words that we have is to give, to pray, and to fast. So this year, make fasting a, a common practice in your house. All right. So. Fasting improves your health, all right? It improves your health. Fasting improves your health. Our bodies are designed to heal themselves and fasting helps that healing occur. Look at this quote. It says, everyone has a doctor in him or her and we just have to help it in its work. The natural healing force within each one of us is the greatest force in getting well. Our food should be our medicine our medicine should be our food, but to eat when you're sick is to feed your sickness. Hippocrates. So think about that. All right. Think about that. Our bodies, when God created us, he created us to be complete. He created us to be whole. 
And so within us is the ability for our bodies to heal itself. But what has happened through the foods that we consume, the toxins, the, 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 the red, the dyes, the, the formaldehyde and all the preservatives that we do, our bodies were never designed to process those things. So what happens is as we put more and more of those things into our bodies, we slow down our ability for, uh, for our body to take care of itself to take care of itself. And so we cause our own sickness. In other words, that's why uh, it's important to eat whole foods and things like that so our body can be able to take care of itself. Our food should be our medicine, all right? So number two, fasting detoxifies our body. Our foods contain artificial colors, sweeteners, flavors, and ingredients. Also, I'm not sure if you guys knew this or not, you made some ice creams eating even contain contain formaldehyde to keep it from melting. There's pesticides on that, because a lot of people are like, well, I, I eat a whole bunch of fruits and veggies. Well, even our fruits and veggies have pesticides and insecticides and all those things on them. And there's dyes in our meat to make them look more red. Why? Because it's all about appearance, right? And so all of these appearances are going to impact our bodies in negative ways. Number three, fasting 12 hours, just 12 hours will cause toxins to begin to leave your body. That's why when you wake up in the morning, uh, your breath stinks uh, because your body has been going through uh, a period of fasting. And so uh, that same thing is going to occur. So even if you just fast 12 hours, it will begin to cause your body to release toxins that, uh, to leave your body, all right? Fasting causes any unnatural poisons to be expelled. So as you fast, uh, you're going to cause some things to be expelled. And that's why a lot of you guys are experiencing side effects. I say you guys, uh, heck, I mean, I even like caffeine. I drink decaffeinated coffee, but even decaffeinated coffee, I'm not drinking it now. But even it has some caffeine in it, right? And I drink some teas, things like that. Uh, but even the first day or two, I mean, uh, I felt that. Uh, uh, that 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 feeling like ooh headache kind of but that kind of that goes away your tongue is coated your breath stink you got a bad taste in your mouth those are all ways toxins are leaving your bodies uh, we already talked about headaches dizzy dizziness weakness I misspelled trembling abdominal pain nausea are all signs of toxins being purged don't quit I want to remind you don't quit. Uh, as, as especially some of you guys, your first time fasting, things like that. Don't quit. Even if you're an experienced faster, I ain't going to lie. I've started some fasts and those pain, pains hit me. And I'm like, oh, Lord, did I really hear God about this fasting? Is this really what the Lord want, us do, want me doing right now? Uh, and I quit. I'm going to be honest with you. But I'm telling you now, don't quit. Don't cave in. If you're feeling like if you fall off the boat and you mess around and eat something you shouldn't eat, don't just keep eating it. Just say, you know what? I messed up. I'm going to get back on the boat. All right. But whatever you do, don't cave in. Don't quit. Call somebody. Get some help. Be encouraged. But don't quit. Seek out the word because when we seek out the word of God, it will sustain us. And here's a, here's the thing. I see somebody said I'm dragging without my coffee. You don't need coffee to survive. You, me too. All right. I drink coffee for the taste. Caffeine does nothing for me. I can drink a monster, a rock star, a bang, whatever, and go to sleep and sleep well. I don't I don't get anything from caffeine. Uh, so I drink coffee for the taste. But because even though it doesn't impact me in a way I could feel, my body knows it's there. And when since I haven't had it, I have been feeling funny. But here's the thing. Uh, 
We don't need that to survive. You don't need the Mountain Dew in the morning. You don't need the Diet Coke. You don't need any of that to be at your best. God has put everything in your body that you need to be your best. So, so you can be your best without those things and don't quit. And here's the thing. Some of y'all have given us this for 21 days. Just don't go back to it. You don't even got to go back, back to it. <laughs> I hear you, Ms. McCoy. I drink it for the uh, vanilla crema. Don't go back to it. So if you've gone 21 days without it, you feeling better, you looking better, your skin is uh, radiant, you, you can think better. Because a lot of you guys, after you get past this sluggish first three, four days or so, you're going to begin to see better. Your skin's going to look better. You're going to feel better. Your thoughts are going to be clear. Because right now you may be cloudy a little bit, but it's going to get better. And so once you get there, why go back? right? Begin to put things back into your diet in, in, in a sporadic type way. All right, let me keep going. Doctors have stated fasting is the operation without surgery. Fasting is without any doubt the most effective biological method of treatment. Now, we are not anti-medicine. I'm not anti-medicine, right? Um, earlier last year, at some point, I was, I was diagnosed diabetic. I didn't go in there saying blah, 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 blah. I asked the Lord, Lord, is it, should I take this medicine? The Lord said, this is what I want you to do. So I, I take the medicine. Now, I'm at the point where I don't rely on the medicine. I've changed. I had already changed my diet before, but I've, I've changed it even more. And now I'm to the point where the medicine isn't even, I don't have to rely on that. Never that or anything like that. And I'm to the point where I won't need it at all. Why? Because a lot of that could be managed by your diet. And like for me, diabetes have run, it has been something that had plagued my family. And so, uh, so now I am working on making that thing stop so that my kids don't have to experience that. But the question is, are you willing to give up that cookie? Are you willing to give up eating all of that fruit? Because I saw some comments about fruit. Fruit will drive up your blood sugar. Fruits, or th and, th and hot, lots of juices and things like that. You got to watch those things, guys. So as, as you do that, I mean, once again, hear God for your own life, right? Hear God on what you need to do so that your body can perform at the level it needs to perform at. So if you're drinking a gallon of grape juice or orange juice or apple juice a day, I mean, you're not, that's because apples are healthy and oranges are healthy. It's all about moderation, all right? So doctors have stated uh, fasting is the operation without surgery, right? So you guys can read that. Fasting has been proven to assist in healing all of those things, cardiovascular, circulatory, migraines, headaches, glaucoma, digestive diseases, blood disorders. I mean, even, I mean, if we go back and we talk about the times we're fasting at the church, we've had people healed from all kinds of things. Uh, I know, uh, uh, People used to have issues with arthritis, no longer have an issue with the arthritis. People have been healed from blood disorders. People having eczema and things like that. And these are personal things that I know of, have seen with my own eyes or experienced myself. Eczema and things like that clearing up and all of those things. So those are the things that come through when you are fasting. All right. All right. Fasting improves your health. Isn't there a pill for that? We have to understand that there isn't not, there isn't anything wrong with medicine, but God is our creator. We should always consult the creator about issues with his creation. Man, how crazy. I was on the phone with Apple today. My MacBook battery was running down. I mean, I plugged my, I charged my MacBook and within two hours, uh, it was dead again. And so I didn't call Dale. I didn't call the doctor's office. 
I'm not anti-doctor. I didn't call uh, HP or any of them because they didn't create the device I was having issues with. I called the creator of the device. I said, Apple, I need your help. And Apple was able to walk me through the even the precision of what click to make, what thing to look at, what button to push. Why? Because they knew everything about what to do because they created it. And so when we go, we have to, we are creations of God. So we have to go back to the creator on how best to ensure that the creation, the product, the item, which is us, is operating at its peak. All right. Uh, so lastly, quick solutions often only match the problem. A lot of times, instead of doing the work, instead of changing our diet, I mean, I saw my grandma, grandmother do it. Instead of changing her diet, she just kept eating what she wanted to eat and kept pumping, uh, shooting herself up with insulin. I mean, that's not the way to do it. That's Yeah, that's a quick solution, but that's only masking the real problem. The problem is you don't got any control over your diet. The problem is you don't have any control over your body. The problem is that the God of your stomach is bigger than the God in this earth. Not in the sense that it's literally bigger, but because of your perception, because of who you serve, which is your appetite, which is your taste buds, you have made food bigger than God. And so that's who you serve. And when you serve anything outside of God, the end thereof is going to be destruction. That's why we eat ourselves into so many situations, simply because we are not, we don't have control over our bodies. All right. You want healing for free, but it costs Jesus his life. Obey God concerning your eating and it and, and your life will be better. Your life will be better. All right. Fasting puts me in receiving mode. All right. Pat, fasting puts me in receiving mode. Fasting moves me, not God. Third John 2 states that God desires for me to prosper in my health and my soul. And what's my soul? It's my mind, my will, my emotions, my imagination, and my intellect. So God says, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in what? Health, even as your what? Your soul prospers. So, so what God is saying, what fasting does, Fasting puts us in receiving mode to receive the prosperity that God has for us, both in wealth, both in marriage and, and, and in our souls. So when I begin to fast, once again, I told you it impacts what the tripartite being. My spirit is impacted. My body is impacted and then my soul is impacted. So when I begin to fast, what happened, what's happening is my soul, my imagination, my, my mind, my will, all of those things are having to submit. They're having to surrender. They're having to cease their resistance against the will of God in my life. And when they are ceased in their resistance of what God desires for me, that's when my health prosperity shows up. That's when my abundance shows up. That's when God says, I wish above all things. I mean, that's when he talks about, I'll teach you ways. I'll, teach, I'll give you the power to get wealth. I, uh, those things, those things come to pass because I submit, I cease to resist. And until you are able to overcome the stomach, God, there are going to be so many things you miss out on because you're not going to be able to tune into the frequency in which God is speaking so that you may hear the way that he desires to make sure that you manifest 
armloads of blessing to make sure you manifest the year of release in your life, to make sure you, you keep harvesting on top of harvesting and blessings on top of blessings on top of blessings. Those things come to pass because you take God serious. How do I take God serious? I honor him at his every, every word. When he says fast, I fast. When he says go left, I go left. When he, and not just, let's just talk about fat. We're talking about the stomach, God, but let's talk about TV. Let's talk about Facebook. Let's talk about fasting from your mouth. Let's talk about fasting from those words, those words of hate, those words of harm, those curse words, and not just curse words in the sense of uh, the four-letter words, but those curse words when you say, I don't have enough. I don't know how I'm going to make it. But when you own the sickness, my diabetes, my high blood pressure, all those are curse words. Those aren't words that God has told you to speak because God says you are the blessed of the Lord. The Lord says, I come that you may have life and life more abundantly. The Lord says you are the healed of the Lord. The Lord says that I, by my stripes you are healed. He says that you, I have come that you may have life. I mean, he says, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So that's God's desire for our life. So you even have to be careful of the words that you're saying. And when you're fasting, you're in tune to, to the Holy Spirit and he'll correct you on that. He'll correct you on that. And if you need help with words, run over the command your day and sign up and let us help you with your words. But when you're fasting, it positions you to receive from God. And part of that receiving is correction. Receiving the and correction isn't bad because everybody wanted to be corrected so that you could pass the test. Who wanted to be in class and your teacher just let you go through with fraudulent thinking? I mean, I have a math degree, right? Uh, I have a bachelor's in mathematics. How how crazy would it be if my teacher just let me go through every class writing the wrong answers and never corrected me? Because if I never was corrected, I could never pass the test. A lot of us are never, we're not passing the test because you're not allowing God to correct you. When he, when he says, hey, two plus two is four, or the, the, the infinite square root of whatever is this, and you, you're still defending your answer because you're not really willing to submit yourself because correction requires submission. It requires you ceasing to resist that your way is right. And so when I when I will accept God's way of is being right, when I accept correction, the correction that I'm accepting on Monday, the, the correction I'm accepting on Tuesday, the correction I'm accepting on Wednesday, all of that is preparing me to pass the test. You think none of that matters, but Pastor Sean told us in September. He she said, Hey guys, be careful to not forget and not not take heed to those small things that God will tell you to do in this time. Why? Because it's going to establish you for the next seven to 10 years. So don't despise those small things. They matter. Why? Because if every, every one of those small things, every one of those daily bits of correction, they're only there to help you pass the test. So if you're not passing the test, ask 
see, you you thought that when God told you not to say that, that it was just about that moment. But God is always thinking infinitely. He is always thinking with the end in mind. He's not telling you not to cuss them out about not cussing them out, but not cussing them about out is about something bigger. It's about your end. He's not telling you to 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 resist food because he's trying for you not to eat the hamburger today. He don't want you, want you to have a coffee today. He is trying to get you to the end because in the end, he has your goodness. In the end, he has hidden promise. He has hidden things in the earth for us to enjoy. In the end, your blessings are, are overtaking you. In the end, you're being overtaken by harvest. Why? Because the Bible says, if you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things will be added to us. So when I begin to fast, it puts me in receiving mode because fasting puts all my focus on the kingdom. And when my focus is on the kingdom, God will add everything else that I need and to enjoy this life. So fasting puts me in receiving mode. All right. And if you go talk about Nineveh, Nineveh was a city about the size of New York City back then. And God was about to destroy Nineveh. God was about to just, just do it all. You know, God sent Jonah to Nineveh to tell them that. And so what happened when they got that word from uh, Jonah, the whole city went on a fast. And when the, when the whole city went on a fast, it spared their life. It puts them in a remote to receive the blessing of God. And so, so, you, so, so fasting will not only impact you, if you, it'll impact cities. I mean, and I don't got time to teach it tonight, but if you go study it, uh, you'll talk, it talks about how the forefathers of the country fasted before they did things, right? Uh, even, uh, gosh, I forget where. I have to put it in the notes or in the comments later. But it talks about, uh, I think it was Cornelius. Uh, yes, God they, God had sent, it was Cornelius. God sent Daniel to Cornelius and, and, uh, to tell him uh, that, that he was in trouble, that he, yeah, that he needed to fast. And so Cornelius' whole house went on a fast and about, and Cornelius was not saved. He wasn't somebody that knew God, but he went fasting. He, he felt like he needed to fast and through fasting, the Bible says his whole family was saved. So when you begin, even non-believers, when you begin to fast, it puts you in tune, why? Because even non-believers were created by God, even non-believers, were are, are are create creatures of God, and so even in that state, Cornelius was able to hear God about fasting, and his whole family was saved. When you begin to fast, it'll impact you and your family. It'll impact the whole city if you let it. It'll impact the whole city. All right, fasting puts me in receiving mode, and I'm not going to talk about these two. You guys can. Uh, Study these out for yourself. I'll put the scriptures in there. But Judah receives victory. We kind of talked about that one before. And Jesus healed the demonic board. And we know it says the fullness of God manifests in our life when we completely depend on him. And we do not consider our own selves as a source. So the fullness of God is able to manifest in our life when we complete, completely depend on him. And we no longer consider ourselves as a source. When you begin to fast, uh, and, and like you said, on this fast, you don't even got to experience hunger pains, right? When you get hungry, you can just run in there and grab a piece of fruit. You can just run in there uh, and get you something to eat, right? You, I mean, 
You can go get some pecans, some cashews, whatever. I mean, you can go do that. You don't even got to experience that. And so, like I said, for like fifth time tonight, ask God about what you, what, what the guidelines that Pastor Evan and Pastor Sean put out for Fellowship of Champions, those are our minimum guidelines. No sweets, no junk food, no caffeine. But I, I implore you tonight to ask God, is there anything else, God, that you are requiring of me concerning this fast? All right. Is there anything else that you're requiring of me? Because you want to put yourself in a position where you're totally dependent upon God. And for some people, just giving up caffeine is making you totally dependent on God. So don't think that if that's all you're doing, that you're not doing something right. Absolutely not. You hear God for your life. All right. So let's let's get to this last one. All right. Let's get to this last one. Fasting humbles me. All right. Fasting fulfills the first command and the greatest law all at the same time. Right, Courtney. God, is there anything else that you're requiring of me? Fasting fulfills the first command and the greatest law at the same time. We know in Exodus 3, the first commandment is to have no other gods before us, right? And then Matthew 22 and 37, God replied back to them and says, uh, to, to love your God with all your heart, right? Uh, and then in Luke 10 and 27, he talks about to love your to love God with all your heart. And the second one is like unto it is to love your brother as you love yourself, right? And so when I begin to fast, it forces my flesh into submission. It forces me to stop resisting against God. And what it makes me do is humble myself in such a way that it exalts God as priority in my life. Fasting puts God in his perfect, in his proper place in my life. God is always God, but is he God of your life? God is always God, but is he God of your life? Or is or is your job the God of your life? Or is your spouse? Or is social media? Or is food? Or is alcohol? Or, or, or the wine that you got to have every night? Yeah, I'm not sure if we said that. Uh, well, I ain't, I ain't gonna add that uh, to it because it didn't say anything about alcohol, but I mean, Ask God, should, I mean, if you're drinking wine every night in place of caffeine, should you be doing that, right? Uh, so, so, but anyway, nothing before God. I mean, when we have nothing before God, it causes us to put God in his proper position. When we fast, we make God our source. You make your body submit to God. Once again, discipline, Pastor Edwin told us, discipline is it is forced so when i begin to fast i am forcing my body to submit itself to the will of god i'm putting god in his perfect place which is number one god should always be the priority in our life wine is full of sugar all right uh, i'm just reading these comments y'all funny so psalms 35 and 13 i like it it says this passion i would assume alcohol was a given all right but for our new fasters, they may not know. Uh, so so uh, on day three, if you didn't know, alcohol is a given. Who <laughs> fasts on the Lord is still drinking. Oh, I love this shirt. All right. So just in case, if you did know, side note, alcohol, no alcohol on the 21 days of fasting. Uh, so because some people, may, new people may not have known. Because uh, alcohol, I mean, it is made from fruit and veggies. I mean, uh, 
So anyway, I can't get out. I'm already an hour. So let me get back. Psalms 35 and 13. I humble my soul with what? I humble my soul with fasting. So fasting humbles humbles my soul. What's your soul again? It's your mind, your will, your imagination, your emotion, and your intellect. All of those things are humble. That word humble means they come into compliance to the will of God. They come into submission. They come into surrenderance to what God said is best. Uh, so and here's the other thing, and I don't, I'm not going to go back to these teachings, but I talked about honor. I think two weeks ago, we talked. The Bible tells us that humility precedes honor, right? So you can't even be honorable unless you're humble. And so you, I mean, you know, best way to be humble is to begin to fast. Why? Because when you're not humble, you're prideful. And when you operate in pride, you're operating in sin. And what do we say about sin? Sin has pre package consequences. All right. And so not to get in that a whole lot, humility extinguishes pride. So when I'm humble, it puts pride to bed. When I'm humble, it it, it puts pride out of the way. So I can't be prideful and humble. So when I begin to fast, what it does to my body, it says, body, you are not in control. God is. When I fast, what it says, mind, you're not in control. Uh, God is. It says, uh, intellect, imagination, all of y'all now not in control. When you're fasting, what you'll begin to do is rely on God so much. Why? It talks about, and I go back to being tempted. Jesus was able to overcome temptation because he relied completely on God, on the supernatural ability of God. He relied on the Holy Spirit. So even when he was hungry, he overcome temptation because he relied on the Holy Spirit. Why? Because his focus was God. A lot of times you give into temptation because your focus is not God. God told you not to answer that call. God told you not to go to that restaurant. God told you not to go to that hangout because every time you go there, you leave with a man that's not yours uh, or a woman that's not yours. God told you, but because you're not humble, because you don't spend time putting your body in check, your body is your God and whatever your body craves, it gets. Why? Because you don't spend time disciplining it. You're not forcing it to surrender through fasting. You're not become fasting. You're not humble. And because you're not hum humble, you dishonor God through disobedience. That's that. All right. I said faith humbles me. That should be fasting. That's a mistake. Humility is required for holiness. Holiness. I love what God loves and I hate what God hates. Embrace God's will for your life. Luke 9, verse 23 through 25. All right. Luke 9, 23 through 25. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Whoever wants to be my disciple, whoever wants to follow me, right? Whoever wants to force themselves into looking like I look, into saying what I say, into operating in the power that I operate in, to operate in the authority that I operate in, to having the dominion that I have, must take up that cross and follow me. They must deny themselves. So when I begin to, when I fast, I am denying myself. I am taking up my cross. I am following God so that I may operate in the supernatural power of God, so that I may operate in the abilities of God, so that I may operate in the dominion and the authority of God. Why? Because I am just like God, because when I fast, my flesh is in submission. 
for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. You thinking that eating, drinking that Coke helping you, you thinking that's helping you focus. You thinking that cake when you depress is bringing you up out of depression or that wine. Baby, that's a lie that your body telling you that ain't helping you. In doing that, you're losing yourself. You're think you're becoming more reliant on things that are not God and that's not gonna help you. That that alcohol ain't gonna help you out of depression. That 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 sweet ain't gonna help you when you you overwhelm with anxiety. You eat not because you're hungry, you eat because you're scared, you're eating because you're anxious, you're e eating because you're wary. Those things don't help you. And so when we begin to understand that the only way out of and that the only way out of anxiety, the only way out of depression, the only way out of weary is through the Holy Spirit. Why? Because he has already given those things to us. But as long as we try to save our lives by putting things that we fit, that make our flesh feel good, we band-aid the problem. You, you mask the problem. You just band-aid it. And, and you not you don't experience the deliverance that God told us that we can experience over there in Isaiah 58 verses six through nine. All right, let's let's go ahead and wrap up. Uh, verse 25. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and let and yet lose or forfeit their very self? What good is it? What what good is it? So fasting puts me in a position to only care about what God thinks right? Fasting allows me to hear God and not my body. Fasting allows me to hear God and not my body. Fasting allows me to hear God and not my body. Some of y'all, I'm, I'm just telling you, some of you, you overweight because uh, because you, you, you eat every time something goes wrong. Eating is your escape. And so some of you are struggling now through this fast because you're you're having to look for another solution because because the solution the solution that that you that you've used to, to to using is no longer available and for the first time you find yourself in a struggle and I hear the words again don't quit because what you're going to find yourself is being over there in Isaiah 8 you're going to find yourself being loose you're going to find yourself being untied. You're going to find yourself being free because for the first time, you're going to find yourself submitting your body to God and God being priority. And you're going to release the supernatural ability of God to come on your life to free you from things that you've experienced all your life. It, it, this 21 days is going to free you. It's going to free you up. It's going it's to free you. You, you don't got to eat because you wear it. God, God says, cast your cares on me because I care for you. Tell your body, I'm done with it. I'm done eating every time I get weird. I'm done eating when I when I feel anxious. I'm done drinking when I feel depressed. I'm done drinking to escape and to numb myself. I declare that my body submits to the word and that the word said that it will bring me liberty. That Jesus said that he came to have so that I may have life and that life more abundantly. So I take the word instead of alcohol. I consume the word instead of cookies and Twinkies. 
and Oreos and sugar and ice cream. I consume the word instead, and the word will set me free. It'll, it will not only heal my mind, it'll heal my body, it'll heal my relationships, it'll heal every aspect of anything that I need healing because what alcohol can't do in, in its limited ability, it lets you escape for a moment. And even in letting you escape, it gives you side effects, baby. The word of God doesn't come with any side effects. All it brings is liberty. All it brings is freedom. All it brings is breakthrough. All it brings is abundance. So you ain't got to worry about that. Romans 7 and 19 says, for I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil that I do not want to do, that I, this I keep on doing. Why? Because the body is always going to pull you to do evil. You're drawn away by the lust of your own heart. So when your heart is focused on God, which fasting puts the focus on God, then I don't have to be worried about being drawn away by so much. A lot of you are drawn away by so many temptations because you got so much mess in your heart. You surround your, your, you ain't taming your environment and your environment is full of mess. You ain't taming your tongue. Your words and your mouth is full of mess. You ain't taming your team. Your people are full of mess. And because of that, you are drawn away by the lust of your own heart because in your heart is just a bunch of mess. It's a bunch of junk. And that's all you get out of life is a bunch of junk. But when you begin to fast, it gives you the ability to tap in. Y'all y'all been watching TikTok, tap, tap. I'm not very rhythmic. Tap in. It gives you the ability to make God, God in your life. It gives, what it does is fasting positions God as Lord. Because a lot of y'all receive God but for salvation, but he really ain't your Lord. And so what this fast is doing is causing you to, to uh, make him Lord over your life and your body not liking it. That's why you got them headaches. Your body is trying to, like, like you know, when God cast a demon out, out of the boy, the boy went down and it seemed like, and he it looked like he was dead. That what your body is trying to make you do is make it appear that you can't make it. Your body is trying to make it appear that you can't go without sugar. You can't go without caffeine. It's trying to bring the appearance that you can't do it because it knows that if it is to come, then Jesus will be Lord. And it knows that if Jesus is Lord, it doesn't have, it doesn't stand a chance. So that's why your body is trying, it's those toxins and all those side effects is trying to get you to quit. Baby, don't quit. Don't quit. And lastly, I think this is the last slide. Fasting helps you experience perfect peace. It helps you experience perfect peace. Isaiah 26 and 3. Let me pull it up for you. It says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in who? They trust in the Lord. And that, and I didn't define that word that way, but if you go look up that word fast means to be consistent. It means to be firm. It means to be fixed. So when I'm fasting, I am fixed on the Lord. That's what it means. I am fixed. That's why the Bible says, be ye what? Steadfast. Or, the, or people like, hold fast to this promise. Why? That word fast means to be steady, consistent, to be fixed, to be permanent. So when I am fasting, I am permanently focused on God. I am fixed on him. And because I, when I'm, and I'm fixed on him, the Bible says, when I, I, I will have perfect peace because my mind is what? Fasted on Jesus. I am steadfast. I am steadfast. Amen? Amen. So that's it. 
that's it. I know we went over. Uh, Y'all hung in here with me. I appreciate it. We had an hour, 13 minutes. And uh, so I'm learning to obey God by not rushing. Those who need to leave can leave. And I'm just going to do what Lord said do. All right. So those that's that. So what I do, I know I'm lit, we're watching on several platforms. I see my page, the church page. Uh, and so what I'll do, I'll take my notes from tonight and I'm going to put a link in the uh, in the uh, comment section of all these pages. All right. So let me get to uh, let me get to the announcements. All right. As you guys can see, worship service right here. Sunday service, 930 a.m. Central Standard Time via Facebook, YouTube. Also, guys, if you haven't already, we're really trying to get to the point where we can do some more things on YouTube. If you haven't, you need to go like, subscribe to our YouTube page because after we get like 100 follow followers, it's going to give us some uh, some uh, permissions to do some other things. So if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube page, please go do so. Uh, it was in the, uh, if you, I forget, I think it's Fellowship of Champions E-Church. Type in Fellowship of Champions E-Church. You'll be able to subscribe to our YouTube page. Please go do that. Uh, also, 21 days of fasting and prayer. Every day we're fasting uh, right here. Every day we're fasting. So at 6.30 in the morning, you can just come back to Fellowship of Champions. All of these, however you're watching right now, at 6 30 in the morning, you can join us for prayer every morning for the rest of the month as we do this fast. 6 30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Refresh Bible study. You guys know 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Facebook, YouTube, focchurch.com. Also, if y'all ever have an issue with any of the uh, uh, social media outlook uh, platforms, go to focchurch.com. We stream all our services and stuff there as well. All right. Strategies for success Mondays at 12 noon. Uh, Central Standard Time via Facebook, and you have to like and follow Pastor Shun on her professional page, Shun Strickland. And then lastly, Victory Zone Ignite Weekly. See website for more information. Just go visit wfocchurch.com, uh, and then you'll be able to do that. Uh, and also, guys, uh, let me get out of that and come back to this. All right, so a couple other things giving, guys, it's still the season to sow, you should be giving. Uh, so there's four ways to give. Give Lafa, push pay, tithely or tithely or text to give. They're on your screens now, screen now. So uh, if you guys uh, want to give, uh, Lord tells you to give. If this is your house, you should be giving your tithe here. If you are a partner but have a another church, you give the tithe at the church you go to. Uh, but you can give offering here, right? Uh, and, and and so, but if you're a partner of this ministry, then Hey, this is where you, this is where your tithe goes. This is where you call church. All right. Uh, if you want to become a virtual partner, all right. Uh, uh, Pastor Evan, I'll put the link up in a moment. There it is, focchurch.com forward slash partner form. Uh, become a partnership, have its privileges. We got our FOC page uh, just for our virtual partners uh, and everything like that. We put information there. We're praying for you uh, and everything like that but partnership have its privileges this is a great ministry to be connected to uh and it does matter where you go to church so make sure that you're partner with us because we're not going to say we go with you unless you tell us that you go with us and so go fill out that partnership form to let us know that you want to be a partner of the ministry okay uh and then so we covered giving we covered partnership and lastly a lot of y'all uh 
uh, out there, you just need to, uh, there's some things you just need to repent for. And every week we're going to give everybody a chance to come back home. If you know there's things that you need to do better and that, that you ain't been living right, um, I ain't talking about rededicating your life. I mean, when you dedicated your life, you was dedicated to God. But if you felt like you wasn't, then come on back home. Just say, Father God, I believe that Jesus, you sent your son to die for the sins. I accept you into my life as Lord and Savior. And today I want to live for you. I accept the Holy Spirit in my life. And I thank you that the Holy Spirit will teach me how to live just like you, Jesus. And that with the Holy Spirit, I have the power to live my best life. You just got to say that. And if that's something you say it, Lord, I want you into my life. I accept you as my Lord and your, your Savior. I mean, come on back home. There's no better place than to live in the kingdom. I know out there in the world, they got all these things that look good, it's shiny, it's all that, but baby, just because it's shine doesn't mean it's good, right? And so come back home, come back to Jesus, because with Christ, then you have the right to experience the best life, all right? And lastly, if Lord told you to uh, sow into this word, sow into me, you can sow into me. Uh, I always forget. Uh, Cash app is Raph Marlow, R-A-F-M-A-R-L-O-W, R-A-F-M-A-R-L-O-W. R-A-F-M-A-R-O-W. Oh, that wasn't what I want. last thing I want to say. The last thing I want to say, if uh, if you gave to the ministry partners and things like that, you should have Pastor Edwin sent out a uh, thing on Facebook about giving statements and things like that. So you should have received that uh, via Facebook. So if you got any questions about giving statements, all of that information will be uh, available to you by the 31st of January. All right. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging in there with me. Thanks for joining me for a refresh. Make sure that you are fasting and that you're focused on God. And like I said, I'll put the link in the, uh, in the comments later tonight. As soon as it's over, I'll correct a couple of things. So be blessed. And remember, at Fellowship of Champions, we're teaching you how to win in life. Love you so much. Have a great night.